Welcome to the S&M Experience. Welcome, everybody, to episode 78 of the S&M Experience. And, of course, this is a very special podcast. Do you guys know why? How come? Because 78 is divisible by two. I thought you were going to say it's because Steve is here, live. Steve's always here. We always do this in yeah, studio together. We always do this in a studio together. Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? Um, I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, today I have a question for you guys. Just mm-hmm. kick it off. So, would you rather have $1 million or you can only eat chicken nuggets for the rest of your life? Um, do you mean you get a million dollars? Mm hmm. But you can only eat chicken. Did I screw that question up? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I would take a million dollars over having to eat right. chicken nuggets the rest of my life. Let me rephrase: you can have a million dollars, but ah, there we go. You can only eat those sweet, sweet nugs. That's the only food you can eat for the rest of your life. Hmm. <clears throat> Every time you're like, "Ooh, I wouldn't mind a nice hot dog right now." Too bad you got chicken nuggets. It just does it for a million dollars. It's a million dollars. If if I'm gonna mm. eat other food, will it like magically turn into? chicken nuggets like someone's like here have a cookie I'm like oh cool a cookie and then I'm about to put it in my mouth and suddenly it's a chicken nugget absolutely that's how that works that's kind of magical it's pretty magical you could actually take it down the road and do kind of magic tricks with it you'd be like watch as I take this cookie and it magically turns into a nugget as it comes in my mouth you might also be able to make a good business out of it because take a bit, bunch of rice something real cheap yeah be about to eat it it turns into nuggets you sell those nuggets what if you're gonna take like something that's not food like oh here's grass i'm gonna take a blade of grass mm-hmm. i'm gonna eat it boom it turns into a chicken nugget you sell those chicken nuggets so in addition to having one million dollars you could also probably solve world hunger oh man i don't know the real question is is can you have chicken nuggets for the rest of your meals for the rest of your life and not want to die i feel like it's going to shorten your lifespan a lot <laughs> yeah you probably die at age 35 oh man that's only five years from now no deal no, no deal. deal, Howie. No deal. Jack Pepper, no deal? No deal. That's the right answer. You should not <laughs> take that deal. <laughs> that is the right answer. You will die young. I do have one more question, though. Okay. Similar in vain. You have a million dollars, but you can never have a hot shower again. No deal. Always cold showers. Uh, no substitutes like baths, either. Oh, no. No deal. In case you're about to try a loophole, this one. Oh, yeah. I didn't even have to think about it. I was like... Hot shower is like the best, and cold showers are the worst. But you could shower on all that money that you got. That's true. How cold? How cold are we talking? It's pretty icy. We're not talking lukewarm. We're talking cold. Like when the when the hot water's broken cold. Hundred percent no. And what if I like wanted to? If I like, if I jumped in a hot tub. No, it turns into cold. Turns cold. Similar to the uh, the chicken nuggets mechanism. (laughs) So if I jumped into a hot tub, say both scenarios were combined, Mm -hmm. I jumped into a hot tub. It turns cold, but also I try to drink the water. Turns into nuggets. <laughs> but, but, turns here's the trick. Nuggets. The nuggets are slightly warm. That's true. So. <laughs> In a freezing hot tub. Yeah. No. Yeah, I can't do that. I need, I need warm showers. Hot, I need hot showers. I need baths, too. Okay. Um, the correct answer is you take the million dollars. So, sorry, guys. Well, I goofed. Guess, whatever. Anyway, today's theme is the power of positive. That's it. The power of positive. Positive Positive thinking? Nope. Just the power of positive. I saw it on a chicken soup for the soul book. And I thought, that's nice. (laughs) Nice. Just 
positive, not positivity. The power of nope. chicken nuggets. The power of positive. I don't know if that's grammatically correct, but it sure does make it a snappy book title. Hmm. Sounds like it sounds like a book about batteries. It might have been. I didn't actually read it. <laughs> chicken soup. Chicken soup for the batteries. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, you guys want to jump into the writer's room? No. Okay. Well, too bad, Steve. We're okay. going to do it. Writer's room. Writer's room. Writer's room. Go around, lads. It's time for the writer's room. Kawabanga. Uh, so today, uh, we have a script that... Well, not a script. I guess it's a short story. It's something a little bit different. The short story that Jen wrote about her childhood experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen, take it away. Okay. Uh, this is called DreamWorks Stole the Shrek Franchise from Me. Yeah, they're not nice. As sixth grade friend Naomi Kessler and I bought movie tickets and picked our seats, we eagerly discussed whether Melissa was indeed the first in our class to fill out a real bra. She was. And buckled up to see whether a massive green ogre was worth all the hype he was getting. In our excitement, it had never occurred to me I'd soon be the victim of a devastating robbery. A xylophone sounded, a flute chimed, and DreamWorks's boy on the moon cast his fishing rod. After a few lines, I was hooked. As background here, in sixth grade, I was obsessed with becoming an animator one day. I dreamed of working for Michael Eisenberg and rising through the animation ranks. As I'd read about, a portfolio of your drawings was a surefire way to land a job in the industry, so I started aging all of my assignments with tea bags and candles. This gave everything that medieval storybook look all of us especially cool kids were after. Shrek was sure to be the movie I quoted all summer long. It started innocently enough. I hadn't even suspected the blow to come. Shrek bumbled through his opening montage to Smash Mouth's All-Star. We see, him in, we see him use his outhouse, slosh around in the mud, eat countless slugs. He farts. We learn he typically eats alone, the pioneer of the soon-to-be millennial lifestyle. But even before anything involving Onions or Eddie Murphy, I got the sense something was dreadfully wrong. The townspeople started selling each other out to the queen for money. But more importantly, they were all fairy tale characters. These fairy tale people were edgy. They sang Beatles songs and were a bit more street smart than the regular Disney or Pixar fair of the time. Sipping my grape Fanta intently, my eyes narrowed. I realized in horror, this was all my idea. No, I thought, surely this is going in a different direction. Hollywood could never dream of the film I'd one day unleash upon the world. Then all hell broke loose. There was a gingerbread man, a witch, seven dwarves, three bears, Pinocchio, almost everyone you've ever heard about living in a fantasy fairy tale world together. They had funny German accents. They danced around their famous castles and fairy tale homes. Their hip lines of dialogue. Those were all mine. That's when I knew I needed to take legal action against DreamWorks Entertainment. Hell, I may be 11. I may wear neon blue faux fur sweaters and struggle with long division, but I'll be damned if I let professional screenwriters steal my idea. In the court case that would surely result, I imagined I'd be dressed in my Britney Spears-inspired suit, all pink leather with the matching newsboy cap I got for my 10th birthday. I'd say something dignified to the jury, like, when they go low, you have to go high. This is bullshit, I hissed to my friend. What's wrong with you, she said. Er, what's wrong with you? This is great, she stayed wi- stage whispered back. I seethed, the green, uh, the lime green light of the woods flashing across my face in the dark. My dreams of releasing this exact movie one day were dashed in an instant. I'd never walked the gimmicky Shrek green carpet in LA. There would be no photos with fellow Canadian Michael Myers. And I, no interviews with Al Roker and Cameron Diaz on Good Morning America. Weeks later, 
I couldn't shake it. I stayed up late into the night, arranging my hand-drawn comics and sketches on the floor of my bedroom. Sure enough, I found three pigs they'd ripped off in my worn manila folder. The witches, the woodland creatures, the comic strips I'd drafted wearing an angry egg villain in, a, in black knee-high boots and an eye patch. They hadn't even done a very realistic rendition of anything. But the question haunting me, how deep did this go? The injustices I'd encounter in the next few weeks would confirm what I'd known all along. The studio execs from DreamWorks had seen my folder of cartoon drawings. They followed me to school every day over the past three years, watching, waiting. Every recess I'd draw something new and they'd radio the intel back to their screenwriters and animators. These clever bastards stole a summer blockbuster from a preteen. All this stuck in young people for their ideas is why movies are so expensive. I saw the signs all around me. One day, someone from the office stopped by our classroom to drop off a check to our teacher, Mrs. French. This wasn't your average field trip payment coming in from a parent. No, now I knew for certain who'd sold me out. She'd simply boasted of her student's talent too loudly in the supermarket. That's all it would take for an LA hotshot visiting our small town to know where to find creative genius. With a cut of the profits going in Mrs. French's pocket, the studio execs had their insider. She was weak. She was also terrible at explaining long division. <laughs> this was an open and shut case as far as I was concerned. I'd clued in that even my parents had been paid off with hush money. They kept urging me to drop my impassioned pleas for a lawyer at dinner. I'd given a speech that year in our annual speech arts, speech arts contest all about potato chips. Shrek eats potato chips. My scrambled egg villain, Dr. Scrambles, wore leather boots, just like the orange cat in Shrek. Case closed. And so, for years, I'd resigned myself to the fact that the world would never know a sixth grader invented the Shrek franchise. Year after year, DreamWorks dug the knife in further, creating not one, but six sequels, each a more mangled version of my ideas than the last. Not only was there Shrek 1, 2, 3, and 3D, the torture continued with Shrek Karaoke, Shrek the Halls, and of course, Scared Shrekless. I invented the monster, but never intended this monstrosity. I'd stopped watching the films or engaging with DreamWorks release on principle. I almost went to see How to Train Your Dragon, but I thought better of the agony. And you might think I'd have given up, started focusing on seventh grade and finding a cute boy to practice kissing with. But no, I didn't give up. Or start French and boys. Their loss. But the good news is, I have new plans. I've been working in secret for months, creating a very promising new film to pitch. This one's all about a despicable supervillain planning, planning to steal a planet. He's the boss of hundreds of yellow mini-helpers who speak their own language. They like bananas. Chaos ensues. I've sketched out all the new stuff, and this spring, I've already started outreach to Disney Animation. I'm certain we could have a hit on our hands. Very nice. That was a very polite golf clap. Thank you very much. I don't want to overcharge yeah. the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Are there really six Shrek movies? Yeah, I looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> There's quite a few. They There's really milked that franchise. They yeah. really did. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Oh, you know, it's... uh. It, it happened. I'm over it. Did you ever learn how to do long division? Uh, yes. Did you ever learn how to French boys? No. no. Me neither. <laughs> well, you have to go to France for it, right? Yeah. Pretty sure that's or how Quebec. that works. Yeah. yeah. Quebec works, but it's a bit different there. Is it? Well, it's like slightly different. Tell me how. Hmm. I've never been there. <laughs> Very well. Very good. Very good. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. It's, now, speaking uh, of franchises, why don't we move on to the next franchise? No. Steve. Yes, and. <laughs> it's the next franchise. 
Harry Potter, Fast and Furious, Twilight, Spider-Man, French Toast! And okay, so I was thinking guys for the next franchise. You know what doesn't have movie franchises that mm -hmm. probably should? Poop. Well, I mean... Emojis? Yeah. What's that? I was thinking restaurants. So yeah. a lot of restaurants I go to, they don't have movie franchises, but they should. <laughs> you know, we could have Burger King, the movie. He's a king. McDonald's, the movie. Didn't they already have that this year with the founder? No. That's true. Is this like... No, it's Are you... I like... See, that's like a, a biopic, I mm -hmm. guess. Is, are you imagining more like Ronald McDonald is Yeah, see, I was fighting. thinking McDonald's used oh. to have this cast of characters. Grimace. And Where are they now? Grimace. Yeah. Where are they now? They should come back. Big budget movie. Restart the, the whole... The chicken nuggets? The Hamburglar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burgle, burgle. So uh, let's, uh, let's just wrap a bit about what this franchise could be like. So mm -hmm. obviously we've got a Ronald McDonald as the Eva villain because no one likes clowns anymore. He can't really be the hero, right? Yeah. Like it. Could we just take the story of the Dark Knight and change the people to be the McDonald's characters? Would people even notice? Um, I don't think so. So Ronald McDonald would obviously be the Joker. The Joker, yes. <laughs> That's what you were gonna say, right? Yeah, I was gonna say sure. the Joker. You look like you weren't gonna say that, Steve. No, I mean obviously Ronald McDonald would be the Joker. Okay. Because be, he's uh, a clown? Is that what we're going with? That's why I was Oh. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, who could be Batman? Who could we just sub in as Batman? Grimace. Is he <laughs> that big eggplant thing? Doesn't he wear a yeah. mask anyway? No. No, Hamburglar does. I think Hamburglar would probably. Is Grimace actually an eggplant? I don't know. He's like fuzzy. He's fuzzy? He's, He's like, like a, a blob. Fuzzy. Is he an eggplant? He looks like the emoji. He's yeah. just a big old dick. I think he's a big old past due eggplant. Uh, Maybe he should be the villain. Who wants a plant? He'd be Two Face. In my first year of school, I had a meal plan, and the cafeteria that I went to, they were like, they either got some sweet deal on eggplant, or they just really liked eggplant because like almost every dish had eggplant in it. And by like three months, I was like, no more eggplant, please. So, uh, the first question when you Google McDonald's grimace is, what is grimace supposed to be? Oh yeah, so, the only ones. Says he is a large purple anthropomorphic being of indeterminate species with short <laughs> arms and legs. He is also known for his slow witted demeanor. His most common expression is the word duh before every sentence. <laughs> I hope McDonald's, like their brand team, wrote that. Mm -hmm. That would be amazing. Yeah. Duh, duh. Wait, could we take, instead of doing the Batman thing, obviously there's a few copyright issues and blah, blah, blah. What if? Hit me. Okay, where were you going first? I was going to say high school teen drama. Okay. I was going to say Ocean's Eleven style heist. Oh, okay. I oh, don't know. That sounds cooler. What if it. it's an Ocean's Eleven style heist, but mm -hmm. they're in high school? Ooh, now we're talking. Yeah. Like uh, like Brick. That was, that was a heist in high school? No, that was a noir in high school. That's more know. like a noir, yeah. Okay, what are they stealing? Um, hamburgers? Yeah, that does make sense. Hamburglar has to put together a team to steal. Uh, there's a big jackpot of hamburgers mm -hmm. at a McDonald's because there's a big sporting event mm -hmm. happening. They have to steal from their own restaurant? Wasn't well, that what he always does already? I think so. Does he, he doesn't work for McDonald's, does he? No. Because he should really fire that guy. It's like they're sending him to Burger King and he's stealing all the burgers there. <laughs> Pretty sure he's just going for all the Big Macs and uh, 
quarter pounders. You know what we could have is this a wonderful scene where the people who work at Burger King, or maybe it's the Burger King himself, they've kind of a showdown on the street, like West Side Story style. Yeah. Should we just do like an Avengers style thing with? Mm-hmm. So there's like Ronald McDonald. Yeah. He's like the leader. There's Burger King. Mm-hmm. There's Wendy. Ooh. Uh, Harvey. Harvey from Harvey. And the villain. The Harvey. The villain could just be a salad. Yeah, I was gonna say Michelle Obama trying to make it eat. Yeah. <laughs> and she kicks all their asses. Yeah, she's ripped. She's like even more ripped though. And uh-huh. I can get behind that. You haven't even seen my final form. And uh, what's what's a healthy food joint? Uh, Freshy. Subway. Subway. Yeah, maybe Subway. Maybe Subway could oh, be. Oh, the villain's Jared Fogel. <laughs> And he's just like a super downer all the time. You guys remember him? No. That guy's oh, yeah, not totally. good, not good. Yeah. yeah, did you hear about his... He's a real work? villain in real yeah, life. Yeah, he's a legit villain. Yeah. That was quite the turn of events. Yeah. Mm. We don't want to give him any more attention, though. No. So just no. Subway is the villain. Remember when we were kids, though, they had like the sub like in the kids' menu, and it was like a person? Like the sub had eyes and like no. legs. No. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't eat a lot of Subway. Neither did I. Oh, I don't know. We had like Subway Day at our school, and they would bring in like subs, and, and I think there was like a coloring page on like mm-hmm. the kids' menu or something. And uh, I distinctly remember coloring in like a sub with a face and and arms and legs. So could I see have, he could be the villain. Could it have been Mister Sub? He, no, but let's call the villain Mister Sub. Mister Sub. Yeah, but it's obviously Subway. Oh, is Mister Sub still in business? I think so. I want to say yeah, but they were definitely less good than Subway. They were like they were doing pretty well because I remember there's some so there's probably the same number of Subways as Mr. Subs at one point. Yeah. In my that's what I perceived anyway. They had weird ham. <laughs> they did. It was like weird ham. And Mr. Sub, you got weird ham. They have, if anyone from Mr. Sub is listening, you're the worst ham. When was the last time you went there though? Oh, a long time ago. Maybe they changed Like, up when I was desperate. They also had weird mayo, too. Mm. I'm just saying. They're weird. Mr. Seb, for when you're desperate. For when you don't have other options. I remember being like, oh, do we have to go there? Yeah. Like, I think it was in, like, the mall. It was like, they didn't have a subway. They had a Mr. Seb. Mm. And my dad was like, yeah, let's go here. He was like, please, oh. no. Dad, they got weird They got weird ham and mayo. It's got a weird aftertaste. We're I don't not like it. Desperate. <laughs> Desert. Yeah. Let's but, just go to the fountain and drink the water in a bit. Maybe, maybe, if he's the villain, if mm-hmm. Mr. Sub is the villain. Yeah. Um, or, or Subway is the villain. Um, Mr. You know, Subway. You know Mr. that, Subway. yeah. You know that smell that is that like a mis- mm-hmm. uh, Subway? Yeah. When like they're making the bread? Just Someone describe that? Jim Gaffigan called it bread's asshole. <laughs> So I, think it was Jim I don't know if it was like in a show or at work or something. We were saying that Subway smells like a dishwasher going or like something to do with dishwasher fluid. I don't yeah. know. But I think there's something wrong with that person's dishwasher. Yeah, it's like I know. dishwasher fixed. Yeah. I, I never thought it was like a bad smell. But if he's the villain, it could be like this like toxic, toxic gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, totally. I always find like when I eat a sub, I get that smell in my hands. It's not that bad of a smell, but man, having your hands you smell like that subway smell. Ooh, I can't take it. Ugh. Ugh. I was trying to think of other franchises we could work into. Little Caesar? Yeah, Little Caesar. Yes. Into it. Mm-hmm. Of course. 
Oh man, it's not gonna be Musk. They could all go to Pizza Hut. Like maybe yeah. that's their headquarters. They yeah, just have the uh, the A and W guy from the commercials. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I met that guy in real life. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't say what he wanted you to say though, so he didn't make the commercial. No, that's disappointing. I know, but I was really like, I think my face lit up when I saw him, and I think he realized it and was like, "Yeah, we're doing one of these. We're doing mm-hmm. this." And He's just not what I thought in real life. He's yeah. not very friendly. Real asshole? Uh, I wouldn't say real asshole, but he's just kind of like... Bit of a cunt? No. No. <laughs> but I think that he's very like... Uh... He's got a job to do, Jen. I don't know. He's he got would... family to feed. I think he can like turn it on and then turn it right back off. Like, uh, yeah. you know. All the greats can. Yeah. <laughs> Does he really have to feed his family? Because he's got all the burgers he wants, right? That's true. That's probably true. So... He's not worried about that. And the chicken sandwich, Chubby Checker? Chubby Chicken? Chubby Checker. Chubby Checker is the restaurant, Chubby Chicken. Chubby Checker is the guy that sang Twist and Shout or something, right? Okay, never mind. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know shit. Okay, so there's Wendy, there's Little Caesar, there's. Oh, all let's the... twist again. Like we did last summer. Oh, Ooh, let's twist again. Like we did last year. That's Chubby Checker. <laughs> oh, okay. I think. It's Checker, Checkers is just a restaurant in America. Uh, I want to say that, yeah. Be. I'm just all over the place. <laughs> well, I think we got a great movie. I go watch that. What should we call and, it? And oh, and if yeah, there's maybe. a sequel, we involve all the cereal guys. Ooh, cereal. Yeah. We Captain branch out into Count Chocula and shit. Mm-hmm. That's great. Could Captain go Crunch, on. on. Two Can Sam could come in there. Raise some help. Mm-hmm. The Cheerios honeybee. <laughs> no, he'll be extinct by then. Oh no. What about the corn pops guy? Is there a corn pops guy? I don't think so. No. It'd just be a corn pop. <laughs> just they keep throwing corn pops at people. Yeah. That's like on the box of the cinnamon toast crunch that they have like the little toasts. Oh yeah. And man. they have faces and one is like licking me out there. I'm like, what? There's the <laughs> yeah. risky. Sugar crisp bear. Mm-hmm. Can't get another mm-hmm. sugar. He he seems really cool. Yeah. yeah. I was like their commercials are kinda of new wires, you know. He just seems like he was high all the time. Do you remember yeah. the Trixer rabbit? Yeah. He's you don't see him anymore. Oh you know? yeah, I never see him. He's going tired. back. I think he's like gone bald in the alright movement. So if they decide to distance themselves from that. That's a smart move. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, cut him. Alright, right, let's move on. That was a good Tricks are for kids. Good movie. I think if I was a studio exec, I would bankroll that in a moment. Mm-hmm. Now there's since we're talking about movies, the Oscars are coming up. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Nothing no one likes a bit of everyone likes a bit of Oscar drama. Nobody likes a bit of Oscar drama. You're right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway. <laughs> so I want good, clean fun at the Oscars. So we made a point of watching all the Oscar-nominated films for Best Picture. Yes. Not all of them, because like, who's going to watch all of them? We did. We, you didn't, Jen? And uh, we specifically said, let's go watch all of the big Oscar-nominated movies. That way we can talk with conviction about all the movies we saw. We can put yeah. together a real yeah. list of like what we think should win. All right, so okay. let me quickly run down this list. Best Picture nominees. Dunkirk, Call Me By Your Name, love that one. Okay. Ladybird, The Shape of Water, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Darkest Hour, Get Out, The Post, Phantom Thread. Steve, what's your pick? My pick would have to be, hmm, out of all those movies mm-hmm. that we saw. I thought The Shape of Water was pretty good. I just thought The Shape would have been a bit different throughout it. Yeah, The Shape at the end, I thought it'd be. More globular, if yeah, that's the word. Because it's water. Because it's water. But it was kind of 
rocky looking. Not like Sylvester Stallone. Mm -hmm. Like it was chunky. Right. Jen, what's your pick? Um, I liked the um, the documentary in the rainforest about ladybirds. I thought mm -hmm. that it was really eye opening. I mm -hmm. didn't. I, I see them all the time. Yeah. You know, in the summer, but I didn't know how uh, dramatic they were. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that they travel in packs. Do you um, remember the call they make? Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a pigeon. Can, yeah. you, can you demonstrate? Oh, that's yeah, nice. there's like, but like low. Um, I hear there's going to be a sequel next year for Gentleman Bird. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, for my money, it's got to be Dunkirk. Okay. You know, at the very end when they're like, Kirk, you're done. But what an ending. Oh, boy. Finished. Like, that's like when they put Finn up on the title. Mm -hmm. You were like, I get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kirk's Although, done. I. I wasn't expecting that Phantom Thread would just mm -hmm. be about, you know, Casper taking up knitting. Yeah. yeah. I thought that that was really weird and different. Real oddball choice. Really weird. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it was all about him growing up and the hobbies he took on and what? Yeah, I think I, that Danny DeLewis for his last film purportedly would do something with more gravita. Yeah. Not playing Casper, mm -hmm. for sure. That's a career Definitely change for him. Definitely not what I expected. I will admit, um... I didn't actually see Get Out because I what? went to the theater. I went to the theater uh -huh. and I got in there and I saw the title. It said Get Out, and I was like, "Oh, I better leave." So, mm. well, wasn't that was the point of it, right? It's kind of a real performance piece. It's like performance art. Oh, so I did see it. I think you saw it. You experienced it. Oh, great! Yeah, it's just Peel doing something way, way out there. Yeah, in the drama scale. Yeah. So, uh, and Darkest Hour. It's just. I couldn't make heads or tails it was just too dark yeah for like an hour for like an hour <laughs> <laughs> all right all right let's go segue to some movie pitches Woo! movie pitches bitches let's all go to the lobby so those are pretty good movies but hollywood could do a little bit better right yeah I think so. um so what I was thinking is maybe we could kind of come oh, up with... we can do better than the top ten films of the year. Yeah, there's only nine. Oh, there's only nine? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. They couldn't even figure out another one to nominate. Yeah. That's how bad movies were this year. Come on, mm -hmm. Emoji Movie came out this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can, we can definitely do better than that. I think so. Um, so I was thinking an underserved market, of course, is teens and tweens. Yeah. So can we make another movie like that? Like, Lady Bird came out this year about female birds. Um... Nothing's aimed at teenagers. Not no. female birds. Ladybirds, like the bugs. What? What? What are you talking Ladybirds. What are you talking about? What did I say before? Ladybirds. Lady Don't you guys? Well, it's a bird. Like mm -hmm. ladybugs. Bugs. Yeah, it's a bug. That's what I'm talking about. That was what the movie was about. Oh. Oh. Let's move on. That is not what... You okay. call, did you call ladybugs ladybirds? Yeah. Why? That's what they're called. No, they're not. They're called Look ladybugs. it up on the internet. <laughs> Look it up sometime. All I got was pictures of Hank Hill's dog. Didn't you ever read when you were a kid, like, the Ladybird books? No. I don't think so. I read Star Wars Expanded Universe novels. <laughs> <laughs> I read a lot of D.H. Uh, Lawrence. 
whatever, you guys. Just whatever. You were talking about... I rent the Bible. You were talking about <laughs> making a bird, a, a ladybird for teenagers. Well, no, we just... So, movies nowadays, and long in history, have never really served young people yeah. very well. Yeah. But we've always been like... So many movies for like people over seventy. There's so many movies for octogenarians. Yeah, middle-aged folks. There's never any movies for like uh, the teenage side. Joe teenager. What? Yeah, Joe teenager. What about? uh... Okay, like (laughs) the Victoria movie with our favorite Queen Victoria. The Dench was admittedly fairly focused on the teenage audience. But it's still about uh, somebody else. What do we? What do we do? What do kids like these days? Kids like fidget spinners going to bed early. Could we make a fidget spinner movie? Let's keep pitching and see if we Let's can keep pitching. Do kids still like Snapchat? I think kids love Snapchat. I think so. Yeah, make it about that. Do kids still like MySpace? They like fidget spinners and filters, and they mm-hmm. like. Um, um, Drugs. <laughs> kids, that's true. Kids love drugs. Kids like drugs. They're being exposed to drugs. No, uh-huh. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Getting hopped up on. Papa I have no Hopper. idea what kids like. I think they like violence. <laughs> Video games. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Do they still like Edge Sketch? Do they like Netflix? Netflix, and, Netflix. Netflix and chilling. Hey. You know what that Netflix means? Or? You know what Netflix and chill means? Yeah, it's like when you go into like a cold bath and watch Netflix. Yeah, weird. Yeah, cool yourself Kids down. these days. I don't know why they do that. What do you get a million dollars for this or something? <laughs> Eating Tide Pods. Kids love the yeah. Tide Pods. Oh, Tide Pods and fidget spinners. Yeah. Can we make a Tide Pod movie? Okay. What about we take all these things and mash uh-huh. them into one movie? Uh huh. So what if we got? <sighs> what if? Okay. What if? What if aliens? Uh huh. Give kids fidget spinners. Okay. Yeah. It seems like this cool new thing, mm-hmm. but it starts hypnotizing kids. Ooh, mm. I'm with kids you. are with these fidget spinners, and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, it's making them eat Tide Pods, uh-huh. kill themselves. Mm-hmm. And then Tide Pods, kids are like, parents are like, don't eat Tide Pods. It's like That's this huge dumb. epidemic. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like, we got to get rid of the teenagers because they're really stupid. We yeah. make them do stupid stuff. So mm-hmm. at first it's like, they're like a spinning thing, mm-hmm. which entrances them. Mm-hmm. There's a secret message in it. Mm-hmm. So they're like, eat Tide Pods. And then once the Tide Pod thing gets out of there, they have to eat something else. Mm-hmm. Like They're like, just... Just eat like dishwasher tablets. Yeah. So they start eating like cascade tablets. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they're just like, it's the drink a gallon of bleach challenge. Mm-hmm. And kids are just drinking a gallon of bleach. And it's the alien systemic way of getting rid of humans. Well, it's good. Because like they tried the cinnamon challenge and like <clears throat> people tried it. It didn't kill too many people though. No, they haven't. Probably a few trips to the emergency, but there's the, the cracker challenge. What was the cracker challenge? You'd eat like a bunch of like. Uh, like soda crackers oh yeah just in like or saltines or whatever they call oh. and like you'd eat like five of them or something in like a minute oh. how's that hard though it's just it's really dry I bet yeah probably sucks as well you're just live because they're so salty mm-hmm. I don't know do you want to try it just have a, do you have one I do let's do it alright here we go <laughs> Wow, Steve, you just ate five of them in 20 seconds. You're amazing. Yeah. How does it feel? Dry. <laughs> Steve, I just think you pitched the most cohesive, concise movie. That elevator pitch you just gave. Oh, yeah. Think, uh, what are you calling it? You know, what's the name? Um, The Day the Earth Stood Stupid. 
Yes. Oh, and um, what's the opening musical number? <laughs> How does it go? Uh, it's called Ride the Tide. <laughs> and how does that go? Come <laughs> on. Uh, we, we don't want to know. Waking up early, gotta go to school. Waking up early, gotta dress real cool. Gonna go down, gonna see the... <laughs> say hi to mom. Gonna go eat some Tide Pods. And then they die. That was oh. tight. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Hold on, I'm getting a call from uh, Steven Spielberg's on the line. <laughs> what? what? Hey, Steven, how's it going? Oh. You just heard a podcast? <laughs> I don't know how you did that because we don't broadcast it live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you bugged my phone in my <laughs> computer. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah, you want to bankroll that phone? <gasps> You're canceling that one about VR that's coming out soon, wasn't it? Like uh, Ready Player One? Ready Player One. Canceling that so we can do this one instead? <gasps> That seems like excessive, it's, didn't you? Isn't it already basically finished? the same movie? It's in the can. It's basically the same movie. <laughs> All right, thanks, Stephen. Uh, see you soon. Bye. Bye. Cool. Did you get numbers? Numbers? Did you get numbers? Like, what do you mean numbers? Like, what? What, what are we? Uh, what are we selling it for? What are we making on this? Oh, oh I think he said a billion. Oh shit! Yeah. So shit. Think yeah. we're set. And we don't have to eat chicken nuggets forever. But we have to take cold showers for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah, because that is the right answer. Hi, I'm Bud Suds from Bud Suds Laundromat. You spill some ketchup on something? Come on in. Don't try and wash it yourself. That's silly. Come on in and don't use any extreme or foul language. Keep it clean. And your shirts and stuff. Bud Suds, let's hear from some satisfied customers. Hi, my name's Hank Toodles. And I like to cook spaghetti a whole lot. And boy, when you cook spaghetti, well, it gets real messy, real dirty. Hank likes it real dirty. But I like my clothes clean, so I bring them to Bud Suds Laundromat. He's so nice. Hey, my name's Dave. I love Bud Suds, because he gets rid of all my stains, be it gas, grass, or ass. Thanks. Oh, the only problem I have with Bud Suds is that Bud is not my Bud. I mean, I appreciate that he keeps the language real clean, but he always tries to be a bit more friendly than he should be, if you know what I mean. Uh, sometimes we shake hands, and that handshake hand likes uh, lasts a little bit too long. Uh, but he uh, gets my shirt clean, so that's alright. My name is Jeremiah Watkins. My clothes often have blood stains, but those stains are gone, just like so many people I know. When I go to Bud Sons Laundromat. <laughs> um, t- uh, t- to be honest, uh, just um, I take take my 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 drug money into uh, Bud Sons uh, Laundromat, and he, he he invests in certain things, and it comes out and looks like I I just earned the money legitimately. Uh, so I really appreciate that. It's, um, it's, it's a good deal. Thanks, Bud. I like cookie. <laughs> Cookie stains, bad, clean, good. Um, this isn't where I parked my car. Hey, it's Bud Butterson. I like to go down to Bud Sutterson's. Nothing better than a clean buddy. You know, no duds here, just clean buds. All right, thanks, Bud. 
So the next time you spill something and think, oh no, my ducking shirt, come on in to Budsuds, I'll take care of it. Get 15% off with the code Keep It Clean. Again, no foul language, please. Well, thanks a lot for that, Bud Suds. That uh, lined our pockets quite nicely this week. I thought it was funny that he said no foul language, but he said ducking clean. Because <laughs> ducks are fouls. Oh. Foul language, you know. Isn't that funny? Yeah. yeah. Foul yeah. language, foul language, duck, fuck. <laughs> Moving on, we have one very important topic to discuss, which is, as you may have heard, the World Wrestling Entertainment Federation, they're doing all right. But, yeah. but, they can always do better. They got a lot of wrestlers who mm-hmm. uh, are up and coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, they need some they need some names. They need some gimmicks mm-hmm. to get the big bucks. Some new storylines, some new... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we're trying to think of some new ones for them. Um, so one I came up with mm-hmm. is um, a wrestler named Monte Cristo. Uh-huh. Who uh, has got a finishing move called the sandwich press? Nice. <laughs> and uh, I guess maybe he could be like just he's, he's a sandwich maker. He works mm-hmm. in a deli, mm-hmm. um, but he also, you know, wants to put the salam salami salami, salami down <laughs> on all kinds of uh, bad guys. Oh, that's good. He's got uh, nice clean upper cold cuts. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe we could have a wrestler that's really um, kind of modern. The modern job kind of represents the modern job, which is, of course is food delivery services. Right. Um, so it could just be like a food delivery boy. And like at the end, he could have his catchphrase like, you have to go. <laughs> <laughs> Unless he loses. Yeah. I don't know what he says. <laughs> I'm going to say, what about a wrestler who um, is kind of like a like an Uber, okay. like an Uber-based gimmick? Mm-hmm. Um, where like sometimes people need a tag team partner, nice, so they can just like dial him dial up. him up, and then he comes out, yeah, and uh, he comes to them and he helps win the match. They can have like a tag team move. Everyone else called the ride share, yeah, something like that. Now, if it's Uber, he must have a bit of a sordid history, right? Like yeah. Uber, the company's kind of a bunch of dirt bags by the sounds of it. So we just call him Lyft. Yeah, Lyft is nice and clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Jen, what would your wrestling name be? You're a wrestler. What's your gimmick? What's your name? I'll be the Enigma. Mm-hmm. And I just confuse the shit out of people. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I come at you, and you're like, what you gonna do? And I'm doing all these, like, real weird hand movements. Mm-hmm. And I kick my legs out like a stick bug. Ooh, then and, you just uh, lay down. Yeah, and people are so confused. And in their moment of extreme confusion... I uh, snap my uh, my my wrist mm-hmm. up into their nose and I break it. Oh my god! That's allowed, right? You're gonna kill somebody. Probably. I've yeah. seen that happen. We yeah. can also have a, uh, the opponent of the Enigma is um, is a computer scientist who manages to not get confused by it and figure out what the Enigma means. Finds the finds the pattern. Yeah, mm. he figures it out. Would that be you? What would your What would your wrestling? You'd be called the Colossus. Bit of computer science history in there. I went over my head. Okay, that's all right. I would be um, like an aristocratic, like mm-hmm. British. Ooh. Like I'm defending the Queen's honor. Ooh, that's good, yeah. Um, and I'd want to have like a move. Ah, oh, yeah. My move would be like 
Buckingham Malice. <laughs> Just sounds rude and mean. Mm-hmm. Call everyone peasants. Yeah, he strikes me as a real heel character. Yeah. Nice lingo. Yeah. Got the wrestling lingo down. I learned that from the movie The Wrestler. Yeah. Because they called the guy a heel. I'm like, what's bad that guy? Mean? Yeah, it's a bad guy. And there's a baby face or a face. Yeah. It's a good guy. Yeah. No, it's an edu- edu- educational movie. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, I think we're. It's a short segment, but I think we helped out the World Wrestling Federation yeah, a little bit. With some good ideas there. The World Wrestling Entertainment Federation. You could, uh, corporation. WEFC. Yeah, that's a title of it. Okay, well, we only have one more thing on the schedule, which is some advice. Ask the experts! So a listener's written in uh, with a um, very important question, I guess. This is from Dave Navarro. Dave Navarro. That's it. Yeah, I was struggling to, through pronunciation. Dave Navarro. Yeah. From Kamloops, BC. Dave says, a different Dave. My son, whose name is Willis. Willis Navarro. Willis Navarro. Mm-hmm. Um, he won't stop dating this girl who laughed at my ribbon twirling routine. Oh, shit. He goes on to explain that, uh, Dave goes on to explain that he's really big into ribbon twirling. And he just can't abide by people laughing at his passion. Right. So what's he to do? So here's my thinking. If this young lady laughed at him doing it, she probably just didn't see the full routine. So maybe he just has to make her see the full performance. Yeah. I think anything, anytime someone doesn't really understand something, getting more knowledge about it, mm-hmm. maybe even bring her to like a, like a practice yeah. or a rehearsal. That'd be good. Um, teach her the way, like teach her the history of like, yeah. I know, man, I know you a lot, you know a lot about like ribbon dancing, so you know yeah. some history on it. Well, I did it for about eight years of my life. Right. Um, I started when I was 16, it's got really big into it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it goes way back. Did you know that when the Vikings uh, first came over to North America, ribbon twirling was the way that they entertained themselves on that long boat ride? Oh, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not much else to do on those big Viking ships. That's true. That makes sense. That makes the most sense. They did have an old Nintendo, but they had no electricity for it, so <laughs> what use is that? It's completely useless. You need the electricity for it. Yeah, so it was all about the ribbon twirling. Mm-hmm. It's ribbon That's all analog. Jen, have you ever twirled a ribbon? Uh, probably back in the day, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. How about probably Nintendo? Just... Did you ever play some Nintendo? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Like, I-, I think the approach of, like... You know, demanding that this girlfriend come in and watch his, watch his ribbon twirling routine on television. Mm-hmm. That's like when you come back from vacation and you make someone go through all your vacation photos with you. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, uh, you know, the person's just left to sort of, you have to sort of be like, yeah, that's nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and what was, was this the highlight for you? Ha! It's like kind of, it's kind of forced, right? So, um... I don't know if you... Is this... I mean, I just showed you my vacation photos when I went to Tuscany. Mm, Is this... Did you... No. Did you have a problem? No, I thought those were really nice. You said at the time that you thought this was great and you really wanted to see them. Yeah, I did. That was a big highlight of my trip. Yeah, I know. I met Mr. T in Tuscany. I know. I saw all the photos. Yeah. All thousand of them. He kept saying, it's me, Mr. T. Eskany. <laughs> That's uh, super weird. But 
I think that when you show people things, it's like, you know, they have to have a genuine interest in what you're doing. So if this girl just, you know, doesn't seem interested, just let them, let her float out of your son's life. You know, like, mm. you know, it, she'll probably laugh at something he does too someday and it'll, it'll really irk him. Conversely, mm-hmm. he could just go to wherever she loves and just laugh his ass off at that. Oh, that's true. Oh, good plan. Yeah. So this is a sidebar, so I just want to take a little detour. We'll come back to this. But did you know that Mr. T originally wanted to be called Mr. Earl Grey? But apparently the name Earl Grey is trademarked, so he couldn't do it. So he just called himself Mr. T. Oh, yeah. All right, back to this. Laughing at the little girl's dreams. Man, you have so many facts just stored away in there. Yep, a little bit of knowledge for you. Hit, hit me with it. Okay, right. So let's find out what this young lady's into. Um, I'll just do a quick Facebook search. She's in the magic. Oh, that's also, that's already super lame. Yeah, it's pretty lame. What? It's not lame. Jen, are you the girl from this? No. Wait, is this? Don't even is go there. Is no. your boyfriend's dad, Dave Navarro? No. From Kamloops, BC? No. Jen, you, you seem really not happy to see ribbon dancing and people show you things. No, it's fine. Another little fact I'd for you. Uh, ribbon is actually the last name of Charles Ribbon who invented the ribbon in Victoria, in Victorian London. Why do you know this? Don't, like a, don't you guys know this? You're like a wacky encyclopedia. Yeah, thanks. Do you read Encyclopedia Brown, the chi- child detective? I watched Murphy Brown. I don't know who that is. Cool. Okay, cool. Well, I think we gave some good advice there to Dave Navarro from Camus, BC. Yeah. So, well, let's just let's summarize. One, impress her. Two. Two. Stop forcing it on her. Stop forcing her. Three, give a taste of her own medicine. Yeah. Laugh at her magic. That's what I think you should do. Plus, she's probably not very good at magic, let's be honest. Probably. Um, four. I don't know. Tell your son to dump her. Tell dump her? Dump her? Change your last name and move to Alaska? Tell Willis to dump her. Move to Alaska? Wouldn't it be funny if you changed his last name to Bruce? And some would be Willis Bruce. Like, I don't Like Bruce Willis. Oh. <laughs> he's the, uh, he's that musician, right? Yeah, he had a song. Bruno. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, I think that's all we have for today. That's all the uh, things that are on our uh, little, little checklist here. Yeah. So I guess let's wrap this up with, uh, let's wrap it up with one more question. Okay. For both of you. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather have one million dollars or for two hours every day you smell unbearably terrible two hours yeah so you get a million dollars and for two hours every day oh, there you go sorry mess that one up again million dollars of course easy <laughs> no you also smell unbearably terrible for two hours every day what two hours yeah what two hours like, it's random you can't choose are oh. they consecutive hours yes Okay. But you block can't of choose hours. when they are. No, you cannot. No, no dice. Is it always at the same time, or is it... It changes. It changes. Based on the moon phases. How bad of a smell is it? Unbearable, he said. But, like, how unbearable? Um, to me or to anyone? So, it's it's pretty bad to you. To other people, it's just like a... Hmm, that guy smells a bit funky. Mm, can, no. I, can I cover it up with Axe body spray? You can try. No <laughs> can guarantees. Try. It might just be that 
thing where people who smell unbearably terrible will try to cover it up, but then you just get this weird mixture of Axe and yeah. B.O. Is it okay if, like, will people believe me if I'm, like, I get in an elevator mm-hmm. and I smell, but I look at the guy next to me and I'm mm-hmm. kind of, like, nodding my head like, this guy, it's this guy that smells. Will people believe me or will they be like, it's obviously you? It depends on how good of an actor you are, and you're pretty good, so I'm just going to say, yeah. Cool. Um, um... I'm into it. I'm going to take the million dollars. Take the million dollars. Sorry, right, Jen Pepper, what's your verdict? No. Can't do it. Correct answer is take the million dollars. Yes. What? Yep. I'll take that in a yep. check. Because in you, a check. you shouldn't care what people think of you. Exactly. Just live your life. If you, just, you should just wonder if they care that you have a million dollars. Yeah. That's what really matters. If people smell like, oh, you smell big. I also have a million dollars. Who are you? And that's the true power of positive. Yeah, that's... Well done. Thank you. Well done, Steve. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for us. Let's plug a few things. Yeah. Go on our YouTube channel. Um, search for the SNM Experience. We've got some funny videos up. Very funny videos. Uh, like, there's some more uh, coming. Yeah, we got a, a bunch more coming. Yeah, in the pipe. Yep. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, where mm-hmm. we also post that, and also funny other funny things we do. Sometimes yep. stories, sometimes jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, see them on Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. Um, we recently tweeted at Jared Lito, but he hasn't got back to us. But we're pretty sure we're going to have a good conversation with him yeah. on Twitter. Do you want to say what we tweeted at him? What did we tweet at him? I can't remember. Uh, we tweeted at Jared Lito, nice tits, dingus. Right. Which you got to admit, not bad. Yeah. It's a kind of a, I think we negged him. We're pretty mature. Yeah. <laughs> Gen what's nothing to do with us. Yep. <laughs> Every day she gets a bit more distant. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Tune in next time where we discuss tuna sandwiches. Tuna sandwiches. Stay tuned. Goodbye. And subscribe if you uh, haven't subscribed already. If you want to, you don't have to. Yeah, you don't have to. We're not telling you to do it. That'd I mean, be nice. We could use it. Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah. You can review us or whatever. Give us five stars, preferably. Yeah, preferably. A four to be okay. Yeah, it's high up there. Three below. Keep it yourself. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,